Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store to give you everything you need to build your winning DFS lineups in the palm of your hands. We have a 15-game monstrous Tuesday slate on tap, so no messing around. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I guess we'll mess for a few minutes. Scott, how you doing? I'm good. I, I, I am uh, pretty solid today. Uh, my uh, Seattle stack against Tampa Bay worked pretty well. Uh, I like that. But Seager didn't hit a bomb. Uh, he had a decent day, though. So pretty good day for me. Yeah, Orioles going off. The second I heard that Andrew Heaney was going to be chalk, it was the instantaneous movement on my part. <laughs> so I think I had three of their four home runs and uh, and much, much more. So it felt oh so good. It was It was a beautiful Beautiful day, and uh, watching the Giants, you know, Dostrzemski goes deep. It's a, it's a good day, folks. It's a good day, but um, we won't we won't sit too long and think about that. Because, like I said, fifteen games on Monday. Some we have a few good pitchers, a lot of places to hit. So it's going to be tons and tons as usual. It's going to be a theme this season, the rest of the way, and we'll kick things off right away. Philadelphia at Washington, Wheeler versus Corbin, over under somehow is only seven and a half in this game. Wheeler's 97 on DK, 10-7 on FanDuel. Corbin, 68 and 72 on Wheeler. I'm stacking Philly. What about you? Yeah, I mean, Corbin is terrible. So yep. uh, Wheeler's had four starts against Washington, 23 and a third uh, innings pitched, uh, 10 earned runs, and uh, 3.80 ERA is what that equals out to. 25 to six strikeouts to uh, walk rate. So I like Wheeler here, hate Corbin. And there's a lot of PVB data on both sides here. 11 for 22 for Para against Wheeler, it was pretty solid. Nine for 30. For Soto against him with two homers, 10 for 34. For Zimmerman, five for 17 for Josh Bell. But on the uh, the other side, Hoskins, eight for 23, two bombs, eight for 28 for Harper, nine for 31 for Gene Segura. And then uh, Bohm has been hit real muto. Yadiel Hernandez, like you mentioned uh, yesterday with the walk-off, uh, is cheap to 2,500. So I'm uh, Wheeler and some Philly bats, like you said. 100% on board with that. Uh, this Washington offense is depleted. You know, like uh, there's Yadier, there's Yadier Hernandez, there's there's Soto, even Carter Kibu made an appearance with the home run in the ninth on Monday, but uh, overall it doesn't scare you. So I like Wheeler quite a bit with that strikeout upside in that matchup. And yes, we stack against Corbin. Harper uh, stinks. McCutcheon went to the IL, but uh, yeah. Hoskins at least pinch hit in the ninth. So that's good. Should be back in the lineup on Tuesday. You got Gene Segura, Real Muto, plenty to like in, in Philadelphia to go against our good buddy, Patrick Corbin. Baltimore at the New York Yankees. Alexander Wells versus Garrett Cole. Oh, see, this over-under is nine. How is Washington, Philadelphia, seven and a half people? Come on now. Um, you have Wells, doesn't matter. Cole is 10-5 on DK, 11-4 on FanDuel. Cole's like been all or nothing, Bogman. Are you coming back to Cole, or are you like, nah, I don't want to tonight? Not really uh, with his price. I just think there's better, cheaper options out there. I just don't want to pay up for him. So for me, I'll stick to bats here. Michael Franco is 5-12 for 12 with a double and a homer. 
against Cole in his career. Mullins, Mountcastle, Urias went deep tonight. Uh, Trey Mancini have all been hitting a little bit. And on the Yankee side, Rizzo, Judge, Odor, uh, I'm into all those guys. So I think I'm just going to go bats here and not even pay up for Cole. Yeah, if you're using a lot of lineups, I can see getting some Cole. But overall, I'm not all in on, on Cole either with the other options, like you said, on the slate. Um, I'm also not really in on the Yankees bats as a whole because they've been tilting as all get up. Uh, Rizzo kind of got banged up on Monday, got hit on the knee, I believe it was, right out the gate. So that was fun. Like the Yankees could go off at any moment, but they are a full tilt situation. So I'm probably just going to pass on this game as a whole, which sounds really, really weird to do, but uh, is something I think I'm going to happen this evening. We have another cheap pitcher on this one. He's cheaper than Cole that I do like in this next game. Cleveland at Toronto in this one. we got Zach Plesak, Hungjin, Ryu over under of nine. Plesak 78 and 7,000. Ryu 87 and 93. And um, I'm kind of liking me some Hungjin Ryu tonight, Boggs. Yeah, two of his last three have been quality. He did have a start against Cleveland on uh, the 28th of May. Five innings, two earned, six strikeouts, two walks. So that's a pretty decent one, too. So like you said, he's in play here. I would go with him and maybe some Toronto bats, you know, uh, Bichette, Springer, Vlad, Simeon. They're all expensive. Whoever you want to go through in Toronto, though, is always an option. Yep, Toronto's always in play. My go-to is always Bichette, T. Oscar, and Springer, just to be different. Vlad, you know, hit 30, 34th on Monday, so he's obviously always in play, but he's always the most popular one in that stack if you go there. If you are fading Ryu, though, I don't mind Fran Reyes at all. He is just crushing everything right now. Um, J-Ram's hot and cold, and then Miles Straw is super cheap if you want him, but I prefer Ryu in this matchup, especially at DK at $8,700, like an SP2. Big fan of that, and if you want to go some J's, as you mentioned, never, ever a problem in that scenario. Boston at Detroit, Garrett Richards versus Willie Peralta over under of 10. That is accurate. Um, I don't want either pitcher to you. Nah, hard pass. So uh, I'll stick to bats. Robbie Grossman, uh, six for 17 off Richards with a bomb in his career. And then hot bats on both sides. Devers for Dugo, Renfro, Kike Hernandez, Vasquez, and then on the Detroit side, Haas, Miggy, uh, Candelario, Harold Castro's been hitting. He's cheap if he's in the lineup, so I'll just stick to bats. Yeah, this is a really good one. We're going to keep attacking Richards. You mentioned Grossman's cheap, but Dude's not too expensive. Miggy's swinging it well. Candelario's actually swinging it really well, so you can get some nice Detroit value in there. And if you want to mix in some Boston against Peralta, who's a massive pitch-to-contact guy, and it finally caught up to him his last start, uh, I got no problem with your, you know, your Devers of the world and everything with it. Detroit, this is a nice Detroit cheap spot like we like to target from time to time. So both sides are in play. Detroit brings you some nice value if you want to hit that side of it up. Minnesota at Cincinnati on this one. Kenta Maeda versus Tyler Molle over under of nine. Maeda's 8K on both sides. Molle's 10K on DK, 79 on Fandle. Much more uh, appealing on Fandle, Boggs. What do you think about these two starters tonight? Yeah, I just can't pay up for Molly on DK. Uh, I'll pay for Maeda, though. I, I like his price. I think he's definitely in play here. Uh, but there are some good bats here, too. Votto, three for eight. Obviously, one of the hottest hitters on the planet right now, too. Three for eight with a bomb against Maeda. Farmer, India, Winker, Stevenson have been hitting on the Minnesota side. A little less, but Sano, Polanco, Rooker have all been uh, smashing it. So I'll just stick to mainly bats. But if you want to play Maeda, I'd say he's in play. Yeah, I like Maeda quite a bit at 8K on DK. Nice, nice savings on that. I can see the appeal on Fandel, hoping he makes it six. He usually doesn't go too much deeper than six. So you got that going, but I like him on DK for sure. If you don't like Maeda, though, like Cincinnati and Great American Small Park is always quite appealing. They just got expensive now, though. Votto, India, Winker, they're all pricey now, which makes these a little different. At least Kyle Farmer's still cheap as he's been productive, but 
Uh, Cincinnati, you got to pay for him. I'll go with some Maeda at 8K for sure in this one uh, and, and go on from there. Mets at the Miami Marlins on this one. We got Taiwan Walker versus the good old, old reliable to be determined. Um, Walker's <laughs> 85 on DK, 74 on FanDuel, and he's had a rough go of it lately, Boggs. So what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, Walker, 11 earned runs in his last two starts. That's over nine innings pitched. I'm just going to wait till he gets right. So uh, I'm going to pass on him. I'll stick the bats here. Drury's still been good. McNeil, uh, Baez is banged up. But if he's back in the lineup, I'd look for him. But VR might be in the lineup because of that. Uh, and he's been hitting. Not a lot going on on Miami side. Maybe Anderson or Aguilar, but I don't know. I think I'm just a fade this game as a whole. Yeah, I'm going to pretty much pass on this one. Like Miami went off on Monday, so I guess I could see the appeal if you have Walker still struggles. But you try to like Lewis Brinson a Grand Slam. Like that's that's kind of, you know, it's not going to be when that's yeah. happening. So <laughs> like I'm not going to put him out there. Like with all the other value guys on the slate, Brinson's usually not near the top of that list for me. So something to think about. Probably as a, a cross-off game, as Bogman mentioned. 15 games, you don't have to play them all. Seattle at Tampa Bay. You say Kikuchi versus Luis Patino over under eight and a half. Kikuchi's 88 on DK, 85 on Fandle. Patino, 74 on DK, 68 on Fandle. I could see arguments for both these guys, especially Patino at home after that last start he made. Yeah, I mean, Patino's been great. Last time out specifically, I'm in. Kikuchi, 21 earned runs in his last 22 innings pitched. I'm going to wait for him to get better. He's also more expensive than Patino for whatever reason. So for me, it's going to be Patino uh, and then maybe stack against Kikuchi. Four for five for Cruz with two bombs against Kikuchi. Uh, Toro um, uh, has been hitting a little bit, but on, on uh, the other side here, Lau, Meadows, Franco, Diaz, Randy Rosarena went yard tonight. So I like Tampa Bats and Patino. Yeah, Tampa's getting expensive, so you got to pay for him versus Kikuchi. I'm not ready to fade him just yet. Uh, you mentioned the numbers, and they're hard to deny. He's not been lights out good, but uh, I will be on Patino. I like that a lot at 6,700 on DK. Uh, I'm not sure to go on Fanduel because again, I don't know if he gets you the, the quality start. I don't know if he goes that far in the game, but 74 on DK. I like that strikeout upside. Seattle has been swinging it well though. They, they took it to Waka on Monday, put up some runs in Texas over the weekend. Uh, they're kind of like that. If you want to go with them, you can, but another tough one to really get behind. So I like Patino with that strikeout upside at 7,400 in that game. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at those Texas Rangers. We got Jose Suarez going up against Jordan Lyles. Uh, Suarez was supposed to go Monday, got moved to Tuesday. He's 6K on DK, 7K on FanDuel. Lyles 51 and 67. I think I'm just going to pass on these two bogs, but like something tells me Lyles could be interesting. Yeah, he's had one good start and one bad start versus the Angels, so maybe he's like a secondary option, especially at that cheap price. Yeah. You know, uh, that that's real nice. But for me, I'm going to stick to bats here. Eaton, uh, three for seven with a bomb against Lyle, seven for fifteen for Upton with a homer and a double, four for nine for Suzuki, uh, two for seven for Fletcher uh, against him. O- Otani, I don't, what's going on with Otani? He's, he's not. They added they added him late on Monday. They'll add him late they? on Tuesday again. Just like they just want to make it official. Like once. Well, it's because Rodriguez started. He wasn't supposed to. Suarez is starting, and he's not supposed to. they announced the official starting pitcher, they added him to the hitter's pool. Right. They just don't want to get caught, you know, so I understand that. A $1,500 starting pitching, you'll tell me, it'd be freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not a lot going on either side as far as uh, hitters go outside of Otani and maybe Max Stassi. Jonah Heim is cheap, and he had a great weekend, obviously. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe has been uh, decent, much better than Nate Lowe. So um, uh, these guys are okay here. But, I mean, for the most part, like you said, this game's pretty much a pass. 
yeah, pass on this one unless you want to punt with Lyles on DK. I'm cool with that. Otherwise, we move on yet again. We go to Kansas City at the Chicago White Sox. And this one, we got Bubik versus Cease over under of nine. Bubik is 58 on DK, 66 on Fandle. Cease 84 and 83. Bubik's been decent lately. Are you going back to him? You want some Cease? What's your thoughts here? I think him and Cease are both in play here, which kind of makes me out on bats in this game. But uh, the Bubes, three quality starts in a row. His last one was against the White Sox. He has two starts against them this year. 11 innings pitched, two earned runs, only five strikeouts to four walks. But those are some pretty decent numbers. Uh, Cease quality start last time out, and that was against Kansas City. We had this game last week. Uh, but against them this year, 16 innings pitched, three earned runs, 15 strikeouts, seven uh, walks. So I think I'm more into Cease for the upside, but I think they're both in play. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I think they both are in play. Like Bubik, I'd probably rather take a chance on than Jordan Lyles if I'm punting, but they're kind of both, at least on the discussion, Cease always has that upside, especially in the strikeout department against a team like Kansas City who – you know, now that now that are sans Solaire as well. So it's a really murky situation there for the Royals. I, I definitely like the upside of both pitchers in this game, which yeah, leads me to not want too many bats. I would be okay if you want to attack Bubik and hope you kind of get a backfiring situation there. That's when you use like a Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, and some of those options, maybe a Vaughn versus a lefty, as we like to see. But otherwise, I'm just gonna pass on the bats on this one. Pittsburgh at Milwaukee on this one. We got Kranick versus Hauser. Over under of nine on this. Uh, Kranich 64 and 58. Hauser 76 and 68. What do you like in here? Uh, well, look, I'm not going to say that I'll take him, but Hauser's been pretty good against Pittsburgh. 21 and two thirds uh, against them in four starts, uh, six earned runs. That's a 2 4 90 RA, 12 strikeouts, four walks. Uh, but there's some PVB data against him too. Three for four for Gamble with two doubles, four for 13 with a double and a bomb for Reynolds, four for 13 with a homer for uh, Newman, Castro, and Perez have been hitting, but all these uh, Brewers have been hitting. Kane, obviously, El Rowdy, Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, Omar Narvaez. You mentioned Tyrone Taylor yesterday. So uh, I'm, I'm into stacking up Milwaukee against Pittsburgh. That's my most interesting point in this game. Yeah, no, I'll go right back to, to Milwaukee. Well, I like both sides in this, honestly, but Milwaukee, um, Locaine, another stolen base. He's been on fire since coming off the IL. Taylor's good. Avisel Garcia stole a bag. You got Telez versus Wrighty. Lots to like in this one, as usual, but I don't mind the value in Pittsburgh versus Hauser because if you want to get to Hauser, it's with left-handed bats. You got Ben Gamble. Ryan Reynolds is a little pricier, but you got uh, Newman's been swinging it well. You got the likes of uh, Gregory Polanco as well. So if you want some value with Pittsburgh, it's a nice little mini stack that can make you quite contrarian on this slate versus Hauser, who, if he's off, left-handed bats are what feast. If he's on, you're screwed anyways. But I think I think um, a little bit of Pittsburgh action to be contrarian is nice. And yes, I'm always on Milwaukee these days. They're looking really, really good. Atlanta at St. Louis, Max Freed versus John Lester, over under eight and a half on this one. Freed's 83 on DK, 77 on Fandle. Lester, 66 and 64. You can go to Freed if you want. Otherwise, I'm stacking everyone against Lester. Yeah, I mean, uh, Freed's been pretty good in his last three. Uh, his uh, start versus Seattle on June 18th, seven innings, one earned, six strikeouts, two walks. So that's pretty solid. Uh, but like you said, uh, it's Austin Riley. Dan's Bay has been amazing recently, and he's not overpriced, 4,300. So Lair, ever since he got to Atlanta, has been hitting. Jock Peterson is good, too. So I'll stick to some Atlanta bats here as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Atlanta bats as well. Uh, Albies loves hitting himself against some lefties. You got Freeman to hit anybody. Duvall, like you said, is back. He'll be in the lineup. Soler, uh, Swanson, Riley's been on fire. Yeah, give me all the Atlanta bats in this one. I have to narrow it down. I want Riley and Albies as my top two options and see where the rest of it unfolds. Soler being super cheap. It's nice. He's been batting second lately. 
So that's been very nice. Before we go on, I have some breaking news as we record. We might be stacking Baltimore after all. I don't know who's starting yet on Tuesday, but Garrett Cole just tested positive for COVID, so he will not be starting on Tuesday. Yikes. Um, so keep an eye on that one. And uh might mean we get some Baltimore value opening up. But the Yankees back. already did their COVID dance. Yeah, they've done it a few times this year. I guess <laughs> it was uh, wild times. So uh, there's, there was a few different guys that got popped for COVID on Monday. So just buckle yeah, up the last It's coming months, back. Folks. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming, coming back, back with a vengeance right now. So get ready, everybody. It's going to be a wild. It's just I'm already getting flashbacks of last season with pieces. Like <laughs> doing the whole show and none of it mattering. It's going to be so much fun. So uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Baltimore might be available. So download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store because you'll get all the updated values and projections and all that good stuff. Thanks to Line Star Sports. All right, Chicago Cubs at the Colorado Rockies. Zach Davies versus Kyle Freeland in Colorado. We didn't have enough offense already. We have more. The over-under is 11 and a half in this one. What bats do you like here? I'm betting the under, by the way, on that, just uh, because Davies has been pretty good recently. He's been getting Ks as well. And I look back to last year. He had two starts in Colorado when he was pitching for San Diego, and they're both pretty solid. So he's got a pretty good track record. Uh, Freeland has three quality starts in a row. So I... I it, both both these lineups are miserable too, so I kind of like both sides of the pitching here. I'm not saying I'm going to go out and stack or anything, but I kind of like Davies uh, the most as like a contrarian play. So I'll stick to him. If you don't want to do that because it's in Colorado, and I understand, go go to bats. There's not a lot here, but Ortega, Wisdom, uh, Rogers, Hilliard, Connor, Joe, Charlie Blackman, I would pick out of that bunch. Yeah, I, I don't mind some Rockies bats here. They went into San Diego and looked. Unrocky like is the best I'll say. One of them, Sam Hilliard, he went deep. He's been playing really well since he's gotten back up there. He's 25 and 26. Yeah, Blackman story's gonna wake up and just make a statement here pretty soon. I have a feeling because he still wants to get paid. So right. that's something to keep in mind. Um, I, I don't mind some Rockies actions versus Davies. And Freeland's actually been kind of good. And what do the Cubs really have to offer from the right side of the plate's the question. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like the unders in play, like Freeland, I'd rather have Freeland than Davies. I'd rather have Davies and Freeland, but it's not like you're splitting hairs. Yeah, you know? like I'd rather give Freeland a shot in this because also the for some reason almost every Rockies pitcher this year has been better at home than on the road. Um, I don't know if the <laughs> I think I looked his, his is like four five six on the road and four five zero oh at home. So hey, every bit counts. Yeah, that's right. That's what she said. So um, <laughs> yeah, give me some Freeland or if you want to go Cubs, you can like the Patrick Wisdoms of the world. I kind of like some Colorado in the summers Davies. It's for a, a Colorado game. It's ugly. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Like usually, Coors Field, it's like flies to like a flame or moths to a flame. This is just blah. So, yeah. San Diego at Oakland, though, this ain't blah. We got uh, Blake Snell. I almost called him Benny Snell. Almost football <laughs> season, folks. Blake Snell. <laughs> Benny Snell might have a better ERA. I don't know. Versus uh, Sean Manaya. Snell's 89 and 78. Manaya's 94 and 10,000. Uh, San Diego, no Tatis. Might be done for the year. So, Manaya could be a contrarian play. I stack against Snell every time I can. Yeah, and uh, Manaya great against San Diego in his last time out. Six innings pitched, no earned, nine strikeouts, one walk. So Manaya's in play here, which takes me off of San Diego bats. If you want to go to Oakland bats, Matt Chapman, two for seven with a bomb, three for eight for Jan Gomes against Snell. Uh, Machado is three for eight against Manaya with a double, five for 18 for Profar with a bomb and a double against Manaya. But other than that, stick to some Oakland bats. Marte, Canna, uh, Harrison, um, Jed Lowry, Sean Murphy. I'm going to I'm gonna load up on some A's for sure. Yeah, I like the A's for sure. Uh, Snell, 
is his, it'd be crazy if he uh, made more road starts. His numbers would be even worse. He's like horrific on the road. Like his last start at home was like a quote unquote outlier. Some say I got grief for that because he's been really good at home on the road. It's been very, very bad. So uh, give me some Oakland athletics. I like Chapman. Like you said, Starling Marte, great, great debut weekend with the ace stealing bags, getting base hits. Kana, um, Jan Gomes is crushing. It. He's 2000 on DK. Like, yes, get some Oakland athletics on this one. Rock and roll big, big time in this game. And I don't mind Manaya, which has a lot coming from me, folks. All right, two more games on this slate. Real quick, if you get a rate and review on iTunes, we truly appreciate it. The On Deck Baseball Podcast. So go check that out. And also, if you'd rather watch our pretty faces, go to the Lion Star YouTube channel. Subscribe. Give the old thumbs up over there. It'd mean a lot to us. Giants at the Diamondbacks. Johnny Cueto versus Madison Bumgarner. Over under nine and a half on this one. Cueto is 7,000 on DK, 81 on Fandle. Bumgarner is 82 and 64. Both of these old men have been very good of late. I don't trust Bumgarner versus the Giants, but Cueto is quite intriguing to me. Yeah, he sucks against Arizona so far this year, though. Ten innings pitch, nine earned. His last uh, start was really good versus them. Was it? I'm, yeah. Maybe I missed it on the game what log. But... DK points. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, you must have, it must've been on strikeouts. I'm going to stick the bats on both sides. Uh, Reddick five for nine with a double and a bomb against Cueto, uh, three for 10 for rough, uh, with a double and a bomb against Baumgartner. Oh, you, you are correct. You are correct. Okay. I was reading a different stat. Okay. Uh, Flores is, is banged up, but if he's back in the lineup, uh, after the back thing, he has uh, a Homer and three doubles against, uh, Bumgarner and six for 22 against him. Not horrible, uh, but Crawford, Bryant, Slater, Posey, Solano, all been hot. It's slim pickings in Arizona. I mean, uh, Van Meter, Varsho have been pretty decent. Cole Calhoun, Christian Walker, if he's in the lineup, is cheap. So uh, there's options on both sides, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And Cattell Marte is back too. So Cattell is back. That's, That's right. always a plus to go with like a Dalton Varsho, Cole Calhoun, little combo, maybe if you want to get weird. I don't mind Cueto, but I can see the appeal. He has actually struggled against Arizona. I looked at it. I was reading something else, and yeah, he struggled against Arizona. Bumgarner's pitched really good in his last like three or four starts. I don't want to do not, it. I'm not going up yeah. against the Giants. No, not a chance in heck. Like, rough. I love rough in this matchup with Bryant and Slater and stuff. So I think the Giants, like, it's a broken record with me, and I try not to sound like a homer, but I'm going to go right back. Well, to they're the best team in, in baseball this yeah. year. It's they hard to the, they lead the league in home runs. Like, that's what yeah. we want, folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I call you a homer and everything every once in a while, but they have been playing really well. It so. doesn't hurt that you play some of the games against Diamondback pitching. So it's like it's you true. Just keep and Rocky's pitching. Yes, so. exactly. Just keep stacking. All right. Houston at the Los Angeles Dodgers to wrap up our evening here. Lance McCullers, Walker Bueller, over under of eight. McCullers 91 on DK, 98 on Fandle, Bueller 10 9 and 11 1. I think Bueller's worth every penny on this slate. I know Houston's Houston, but Bueller has been nothing short of perfect right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm in on Bueller. Four quality starts in a row. He's got to be in play. I just don't want to throw McCullers out there against the the Dodgers at that price. So I'm gonna pass on him. But yeah, Bueller definitely in play. Yeah, Bueller, no bats. I hope it's a you know a preview of the of the World Series and uh, Kenley Jansen blows it in the ninth, something like that. That'd be great. Like. <laughs> If you get pitchers duel for like six or seven, then the bullpen screw it up. I'm cool with that. Um, you don't want I, the Dodgers making the World Series. Let's get a giant. No, I'm like a, a preview of the That's one fine. a couple of years ago. So oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I a recap, you. I guess, not a preview. But uh, yeah, yeah, I want the same thing. But then watching, you know, Jansen blow it. The only thing is, I'm going to watch this game on mute if it's on because I cannot listen to booze the entire time. <laughs> oh, I can. They they fuel me. So oh, I'm well, with yeah. that. we know, we know. 
But uh, all right, recap and pitching real quickly. Your top pitchers. Uh, I mean, for me, I like Wheeler, Bueller, and uh, Manaya are my favorites. I also like uh, Maeda, Ryu, and Freed. And then my secondary pivot, cheap options, however you want to say it, Patino, Cease, Davies, Freeland uh, is pretty much it for me. Yeah, we, uh, Bueller and Wheeler are my top two for sure. I like some Manaya to be different because that's different for me per se. I'm usually not a Manaya guy, but I'm starting to buy in on this one. And then if you go cheaper, I really like Ryu, which could come to backfire, but he's just like steady. Even when he's not great, he's pretty steady. Uh, and then you got Cease and Maeda in that matchup. And then I'm a big fan of uh, Patino for cheaper. Mix him in with like a Freeland. I could see that being fun. And then somehow, some way, if you really need savings, we talked about it kind of early on. Bubik and Lyles are kind of there somewhere. Like it's not pretty. It's not going to be fun. You wouldn't be shocked if it gets ugly. <laughs> But yeah. we've seen them be serviceable. They've been decent recently. Tags. So, yeah, yeah you got to go on track record sometimes. So. so it's like, yeah, like the next <laughs> two months are going to be nasty. They're going to be very nasty. So you got to like just take some and just don't watch the game. Um, what bats, what stacks you like in the night? Uh, well, my favorite stack uh, for sure is going to be Tampa Bay against Seattle. I also like Philly against Washington that you mentioned before. Oakland against Snell. Milwaukee versus Pittsburgh are my favorite ones. Yeah, Philadelphia versus Washington. I really want to see who the Yankees are going to pitch because that could make another Baltimore evening. But Philadelphia, 100% on board in that one. And then um, you mentioned Milwaukee. I like them quite a bit. I think Detroit versus Richards is quite appealing as well. And then um, the Gigantes on board with the Oakland Athletics. So we're going to have some late night games. You're going to have some um, early looks like you're losing all your money, but you have all the minutes left. (laughs) Get it at night. Everyone thinks they won. They wake up to losers and you win. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, You know what else is a beautiful thing, Bogman? The home run calls. I mean, you know, you get the home run calls. You follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB. They tweet out all kinds of great content, including the home run calls of the day. We have myself, Bogman, and Ryan Humphreys. Ryan Humphreys had a fill-in on Monday. He should be back with us on Tuesday, as far as I'm aware. And um, if you retweet the tweet, three lucky readers get paired with us. And if they get a home run, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, on Tuesday, full slate, August 3rd. Who's your home run call of the day? Give me Nelson Cruz against Yusei Kikuchi. Let's go, Nelly. Yeah, you got you like your Tampa Bay race. You got to go all in on that mm-hmm. one. I respect that one in a big, big way. I'm, like, so torn on the slate, but I'm going to go to Hotlanta, no, 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 never mind. I'm going to Philadelphia. I forgot Patrick Corbin's on this slate. <laughs> I'm going to Philadelphia on this one. We're going to make this real quick and simple. It would have been McCutcheon. I'll be very clear on that. That would have been my play, but he's not in the game. So we're going to mix it up just a tad, and we're going to go to Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins going against Patrick Corbin. You got Nelly Cruz and your beautiful, beautiful matchup. We'll see what Humphreys does. Make sure you guys retweet the tweet. Also, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You're going to want it with all the chaos that's about to ensue. All the info you're going to need, it's going to update as they get updates for lineups. So make sure you check that out. Check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intricately. Back to you guys on Wednesday, but good luck on your Tuesday, everyone. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.